What is clairvoyance? It is, is it possible to learn how to be clairvoyant with Agama practices? Um, clairvoyance comes from French because it seems that French had the French had a bit more occult societies and uh, interest practitioners with Annie Besant and those kind of people hundred years ago. And for the British, it was like one of those French things like Camembert or something like this. They had Camembert and French wine and clairvoyance and the etheric body. You know, it's all it's Francisized. French was uh, probably a very cultural language and very, uh, you know, chic in this way. So, um, um, clairvoyance means clear vision. And it means to see what normally people don't see. The three-dimensional eyes, the eyeballs, they show us only what they show us. There are so many studies in psychology today which show that we see what is not there, our brain is filling up the pictures, there is a lot of illusion, like you show to people some images and then they are sure that they have seen that and that they have not seen that and it's actually on the pictures. Physically, it's completely not there. So we know that it's not only what the eyeballs see, but it is also the, com- the contribution of our brain and nerve system that we are creating. We have an image processor. We are having a video camera, and then our computer has an image processor which adds or subtracts from the images that we see and creates another resultant. We have a movie in our head, but like I remember that... Uh, uh, when I left uh, to go to Suratani, this person was there and she was crying. No? And then you are going to find out that five other people remember that scene in a completely different way. That that person was not even there. That you say that was there and crying. Understand? So basically, already what we see and the way we perceive reality is a very, very big illusion. Much bigger than you would think. Like the fact that we think that people are objective, you are joking. Because people are not objective at all. And uh, you should read the transcripts of court cases, of people judging with each other. They say one thing and the other person says another thing and both of them think they are right. And they describe the same event in totally different ways because the mind... The brain contributes a lot. So we are having a very skewed way of seeing reality and perceiving. And definitely we are not objective. And definitely we do not perceive many, many other things. For example, if you have a cancer and now they discovered even if you have the COVID, whichever, 19, 15, 21, whichever it is, a dog can smell it on you. You can train a dog and the dog sniffs and says, whoa, this one has cancer. No? Or this one, the dog can sniff you. Then why can't I see? Why don't I look at you? And I'm saying, you've got cancer, man. No? This is clairvoyance. Clairvoyance is to look and to see what the normal eye does not see. 
It's to see with the mind. It's to see with the mind's eye. And it is to control all the five senses. It's not only visual. It is usually expressed visual, but it, expre- it expresses clear audience, clear smell, clear taste, clear touch. That simply means to extend all the five senses to the level where they can perceive what a normal person cannot perceive. Then, if you had clairvoyance, you might look at a person and say, but you are not alone. You know that there is a lady, an old lady dressed in white, which is hanging behind your left shoulder about one meter up there, which always goes with you, you know. Then you are going to say, my goodness, this was my nanny when I was a child. No, this was a woman with whom I had a very special relationship. No? And you know, a clairvoyant will see it, feel it, infer it. This is what clairvoyance is. So clairvoyance is expressed in visual terms because most of the people are visual. It's the biggest number, the biggest percentage of people are visual. And that's why most of these things are expressed in metaphors which are visual. But it's also referring to auditory. It's also referring to kinesthetic, to feeling. And it even extends to the sense of smell and to the sense of taste. When people had visions of Krishna or of Jesus or something, they felt a special smell. Suddenly in the room... There was a smell like incense. No? Obviously, that's not a physical thing. It's a clairvoyance which comes from the aura, from the energy environment produced where, for example, Jesus or some other divine influences were manifesting themselves, were materializing themselves in that space, in that place. And that's why clairvoyance is to access the capabilities of the subconscious mind to see the unseen, to hear the unheard, to feel the imperceptible and to smell and to taste the same. And in the end, because those five senses stand separate, to unify them in one single sense, which is called the sixth sense, where all of them come together as a package. And you can have more of one and less of another. Of course, it's not always Uh, perfectly balanced. Different clairvoyants have different types of clairvoyance and different efficiency in their clairvoyance. And therefore, all in all, in the end, this sums up at the level of Ajna Chakra. I met people who had this clairvoyance at the level of Manipura Chakra and I had people who had this clairvoyance at the level of Ajna Chakra. I remember one such healing clairvoyant when he was young, he could see the colors of the aura and he said, you've got a red spot in the area of your liver, something is not okay with your liver, you know, like it was very primitive. It was like an x-ray, like the man had an x-ray and he could just simply see that something was not standard in the area of your lungs or in the area, you know, and so on. And then later, after doing this art 30 years, 40 years, and helping a lot of people, he became much, much better. 
I said the story that once he surprised me by telling me, be careful with your knee or something. And one month later, I had surgery in my left knee. And I thought he was talking about the right knee, which was sprained through the lotus pose and other yoga practices. You know? And so he could see. And the same person was hating another guy. He got When he was 70-something years old, he got a girlfriend who was young and very naughty. No, and this girl had had another boyfriend from a tantric environment and this guy was not used to tantra and to multiple and open relationships and he got jealous and he said that boyfriend of yours and so on he uh, he will get HIV and he will die of AIDS and so on it, AIDS was very popular in those days this is a story from the 1990s and so on that guy now it's 2021 that guy never was HIV positive never got AIDS, now he's becoming an old person, and so on, and therefore, and this guy, the clairvoyant, he died years ago, you know? and therefore, what I'm telling to you, he could be wrong. His Manipura was good, he could see, he was a cancer, very receptive on Manipura, he could see the colors of the aura and feel people's energy. Even with me, he touched me and he told me some unexpected things, which were of a clairvoyance of a superior type. It was not just what he was seeing, but he saw an event which would happen one month in the future. Now, not clearly. He couldn't tell me what it was, but he said, you'll have problems with your left knee. No? So he could see it. No? So he was good, but his Ajna Chakra was not so good. And for example, when he was jealous on some other dude, who was boning his girlfriend, there he started speaking shit, rubbish. No, some of you are talking about these guys from Rishikesh who are semi-astrology. It's the same thing. Sometimes they have moments of clairvoyance and sometimes they eat caca with a big spoon. No, sometimes they tell some... Because they involve themselves egoistically and they try to impress people, they try to make money, they try... It's all sorts of things involved into this no and um, I, I could extend this a lot but I don't need to extend it so um, clairvoyance um, is an expansion of the mind it corresponds exactly to the definition of meditation meditation is the conscious expansion of the mind but when you expand the mind, then your five senses, the indriyas, are also expanded and you can see more, hear more, feel more, perceive more, understand more. And with Ajna Chakra, you can even synthesize more like all the other five inputs put in a coherent unit, like from what I see, from what I hear, from what I feel, from what I taste, from what I smell, even beyond the limits of the human range, this is what I can say. A dog can smell that you have cancer or COVID and therefore it's possible. But we have to expand the mind. Therefore, by meditating on Ajna Chakra in particular, but also on some of the other chakras for special accomplishments, like doing Trataka for Manipura, for developing some perception of colors and lights on Manipura, we can develop the phenomenon of clairvoyance. Um, I remember when I was young, 
I read a chapter from the book of Lidbitter and Annie Bezan, which was the chapter was called How to Become Clairvoyant. Because I was pestering my teacher. I had an old metaphysical teacher and I said, but I want to do these things. I don't want to read about them in books. I want to do, how do I do to... And then he scratched his head and he said, well, there is a chapter in this book, which is a French book, which was called How to Become Clairvoyant. I remember how excited I was to get that photocopy and to read the chapter, How to Become Clairvoyant. I would have... And I didn't learn anything and I didn't become clairvoyant from that chapter. No? Because it was written in a mumbo-jumbo, typically theosophical, foggy way that you should do this and you should think big and you should... Like generalities. All sorts of general advice. At least if it would have said, you take a black dot, you draw it on the wall, you sit in front of it, and you look and you try to reach to four hours of staring into it and not blinking. This is how you become clear. Hey, I would have had a method. Maybe I would have been too weak and I wouldn't have had the willpower and the self-discipline to do it. But at least I knew that there was a method. But this chapter had a very ambitious title which said How to Become Clairvoyant. And it was just masturbation in the end because it didn't teach me... Then, when I came to yoga, then I discovered that yoga did have such things. And Geranda Samhita, Hatha Yoga Pradipika, Shiva Samhita, Yoga Sutra of Patanjali and others, they constantly describe exercises and technologies, which for some of them the effect is to give the vision of hidden things and clairvoyance. Either it's more like Buchari Mudra and it is uh, remote viewing or it is Trataka on a candle and it's more like seeing the auras or more like this or more or Arda Matsyandrasana to look into the Akashic clips or this or that. Obviously there are different forms of clairvoyance and very seldom do we find people that have a clairvoyance which is total. An absolute clairvoyant. Then we're talking again about Jesus. That Jesus said, go and you'll find a man with a pitcher of milk and follow him and then talk to the master of that house and that's where we are going to have the last supper. It's like, how did Jesus know? This is the kind of clairvoyance which is perfect, developed, blossomed, accomplished and everything is there. So there are small forms of clairvoyance and they are big forms of clairvoyance. Ultimately, Uri Geller is using pendulums and dowsing rods, or has been using it for many years, and has been finding water and oil for oil companies in North Africa, in the desert, in the northern Sahara. So that's clairvoyance. How can a person know that here, a thousand meters deep, there is oil, there is a bag of oil? Uri Geller can he has become multimillionaire by doing that. So therefore, it is possible to um, have smaller forms of clairvoyance, bizarre forms of clairvoyance, very useful forms of clairvoyance, very useless forms of clairvoyance, and other such things. So clairvoyance is a very big phenomenon. It means expanding the limits of your perception and of the mind. And... uh, Definitely Agama knows many and teaches many of the practices 
which make clairvoyance possible. Actually, if I remember correctly, we put in the calendar even a workshop of um, parapsychology and clairvoyance, which are exactly focused on this, how to deal with this issue.